Good morning, good afternoon, good night. Whatever time you are listening, wherever you are listening, you have now entered the misguided space. I'm your host, Misguided. Thanks for tuning in. just take a nap <laughs> that's in a good way one more breath I would have been out I'm dead <laughs> I'm glad it's relaxing I like to open up the space you know people come to the misguided space you know you're leaving all your your baggage okay the vibe the vibe this is the vibe in here the vibe wherever you are too up yourself. All right. So today's topic is as follows. Dun, dun, dun. Narcissist. Mm-mm-mm. 
Yeah, y'all know that it was coming at some point in time. Gotta do it, gotta do it, gotta do it. I have to do it because I think there are a lot of people who are in relationships, platonic or otherwise, with narcissists and they don't even know it. And me and Judy are here to tell you the signs, share with you our personal experiences, and what you can do to keep yourself protected and how spot one for yourself and then run in the other direction. Yep. You We've see both something. been through it. <laughs> through it! Yep. You see something, say something. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> now, but for real. Hmm. Where should we start? I think we should Maybe start with... the sign? Okay. Let's go with that. Or I like, what would you define as a narcissist? See, see. Okay. <laughs> yes, I think we're gonna... First, we're gonna define what a narcissist is. What's Should your we... definition? We could get the text. Okay, one. so you look for the text one and I'll give the intuitive one. Okay. <laughs> um, for me, I believe a narcissist is someone who believes that they are without fault and are broken in some way, shape, or form in some capacity, but won't recognize it as such. And instead of working on and acknowledging the fact that they are not perfect, they choose to perpetuate their shortcomings or their idealism on other people because really in actuality they're insecure. Very insecure. The um, textbook definition of it, which I think is just one aspect of it, but it says a person who has an excessive interest in or admiration of themselves. So, I mean, that's a telltale sign of a narcissist. But that, I think that's just one aspect of them. But definitely a big aspect. Because the ones that I've dealt with, and I say ones, because I've had friends and um, significant others. Um, yeah, they very much are self-encompassing. Like, they don't focus on anything unless it benefits themselves in some way. If it's not about their game, yeah, then it does. Then nothing it doesn't for them. matter. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter to them. I also think one of the other things that uh, is a telltale sign of a narcissist is that they will literally do whatever they need to do to make sure that they get what it is that they want. Mm-hmm. They will conniving. Mold, yeah, they will mow down relationships, um, use people, step on toes, step on heads. Um, and they're master manipulators, I also feel like, too. They're master manipulators. Uh, gaslighting is like their... Weapon. It's their, it's their, it's their go-to Pokemon. <laughs> it's their... Um, uh, what's that thing in the game? I, the times where I wish I was more of a gamer. Um, they're, they're, they're trump card. It's their trump card. It's their, it's their ace. Uh, gaslighting is making you feel like you're constantly the one that's at fault or that you don't even know your own reality they make you question your reality with gaslighting. Mm-hmm. when I've been in that situation I'm just like no way like I know this person said that or did that there's no way I was there and me no like I didn't say that I said this instead like, maybe you thought that but I didn't say that and then you're just oh like wait goodness. a minute 
they're really good at they're really good actors or actresses mm -hmm. and in that they believe their lie so thusly it becomes a reality for themselves and they defend it like tooth and fucking nail um i also want to say at this moment in time a uh, trigger warning if you are or are engaged with a narcissist or feel like you might have and it brings up some uh like hard memories for you trauma because more so than it is with just dealing with like a bad friend or like a bad person or things that, like dealing with a narcissist can be very dangerous too actually a lot of uh, abusive relationships usually feature a narcissist of some sort um and abuse is not just physical yes yeah, mental emotional okay everything um what kind of person do you think narcissists seek after or that they latch on to? Empaths. <laughs> Just to say it bluntly, an empath. Somebody that is very in tune with their emotions. Also somebody that is a people pleaser that doesn't want people to dislike them at all. Mm -hmm. So they will do anything in order to make the narcissist happy because you know their unhappiness hurts the empath mm -hmm. or the people pleaser so, mm -hmm. which i used to be a people pleaser when Same. it comes to my relationships and um of course i want to now i want to please my partner but definitely not to the detriment of myself yeah that's the, the difference at all being um i also like to clarify what an empath is also because that's one of the trademark words that are trending now and everybody's claiming that i'm an empath i'm an empath mm -hmm. no empaths are people that are very deeply deeply as you as judy said in tune with their emotions they're in tune not only with their emotions but they tend to be hypersensitive people hsps who also in, absorb the emotions and can feel the emotions of other people intrinsically as if it's their own. Um, I can speak on this because I am an empath. Um, it becomes very overwhelming. Usually empaths are also people who struggle with boundaries. Um, they've never learned how to put any in place and help you ones to keep themselves safe because one, they're also usually the people who are putting themselves in harm's way to ensure that everybody else is happy because they can feel everyone else's unhappiness. Being boundaryless is also um, a method and access in which narcissists gain um, access to empaths to like come come in, take hold of them, manipulate them, um, and things of that sort. Um, so yeah, that's it. Those that's an empath. Um, Very clear yeah. definition. <laughs> um, empaths are usually people who wind up who do wind up being people pleasers. Um, I will also, however, say that being an empath or claiming yourself to be an empath is not an excuse for you to um, play the victim. I also like to throw that in there too because it's very easy because you are constantly feeling emotions all the time to wind up um, playing the victim as well and subject yourself to victim mentality. I can speak on this deliberately because I was also... Um, afflicted with the victim um, energy be a victim uh, uh, spirit but um, yeah um, so basically it takes two to tango it takes two to tango the person that's on the receiving end of the narcissistic behavior has to know when to like snap out of it 
And um, they're not going to go because they're not interested in that. But they do. No, no, I said the person that's on the receiving uh, end. Okay, yeah, you're right. Yeah, they they definitely are so in tune that they can, at some point, be like, wait a minute, I'm hurting here. Like this is not okay for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at some point in time, you have to go inward, step within yourself, remember who you are. Because I think um, another part of um, being involved with um, a narcissist is like a bending of your own reality, like you said, like the gaslighting when you're questioning your own reality over and over again. It could create a limbo in which you don't even recognize who you are and you're solely... um, you're solely depending on your narcissist or are so latched on to your narcissist's opinion of you and your reality that you are leaving the interpretation of your feelings and what's happening in your immediate surroundings up to your narcissist for them to manipulate and give to you a version of what's happening um, that best suits them. Mm-hmm. And in the meanwhile, you are subject to things like paranoia or anxiety or very low self-esteem, sometimes depression. In very extreme cases, you could also wind up uh, hurting yourself as well because um, your reality has become so convoluted and misconstrued that you basically don't have an idea of which way is up. Mm, That hit right there (laughs) because, like, I felt a lot of those emotions when I was dealing with the narcissist, which was my last relationship. He, um, so... I ordered this book while I was with him. Um, And like, I swear by this book for anybody that feels like they may be dealing with a narcissist. Mm -hmm. But it's called, I know it's called Should I Stay or Should I Go? I remember that one that you you showed me. Yeah. Um, Let me make sure I give you guys the author. In the meantime, while she's looking for that, I also want you guys to keep in mind that there are, are uh, stages in accepting and realizing that you might be dealing with a narcissist and mm-hmm. the one thing I also always preach to my misguided folk is to be gentle with yourself always because um, you are learning and um, unlearning things all at the same time so be gentle with yourself but take no shit yeah so so I ordered this book should I stay or should I go surviving a relationship with a narcissist by Dr. Ramani Dervasula. So the main reason why I ordered this book is because like I was dealing with him for a while and then I started to, I don't know, I happened upon this video and it, it just, spirit. I know, I just- <laughs> It I, was God. <laughs> and I've heard the word narcissist before, right? Mm-hmm. But I didn't know what it really fully meant mm-hmm. until I did this research, until I read this book, until I got deep into it, but the mm-hmm. video was basically like, just a very quick like, oh, this is like the key signs of manipulation or narcissism and this mm-hmm. and that. And like, I was going through an issue with him at the moment, which had a lot to do with gaslighting. Again, mm-hmm. my relationship with him, you know, opened me up to understanding what narcissism was and what gaslighting was. Mm-hmm. I didn't even know what gaslighting was until this relationship. Mm-hmm. So when I was watching the video, I was like, oh my gosh. I'm like, <laughs> I was like, this is him to a T. Mm. So I'm not going crazy. Mm-mm. And then I kept going through videos, and then one of the books recommended was this. Mm-hmm. So I got this book. And I think by that time, he had cheated on me, and I found out. So we broke up. 
and then I was reading the book while you know we were going through I was going through that breakup mm-hmm. and the book really helped me be like girl be glad mm-hmm. that you're out because <laughs> yeah. basically the book the what what I find interesting is she's so honest and she doesn't um, criticize you if you do decide to stay with a narcissist she tries to equip you with the tools of how to, to get through it, it mm. which is awesome it also is it sucks because if you do stay with a narcissist you're gonna have to kind of learn how to detach in a way mm-hmm. your own emotions to not get mm-hmm. hurt so much which mm-hmm. that kind of sucks but again she's not gonna eh, fuck that nigga <laughs> she's not gonna like you know criticize you for doing that but then also she gives you the tools on how to leave mm. and um yeah uh there's like a checklist in that book mm. and if your partner checks off a certain amount like you're with a textbook narcissist like mm. take it from her she has a phd in this shit mm. so <laughs> But yeah, like, have you heard of um, covert narcissists? They, I know that's like, she definitely went over that. But you can explain it more. Oh, um, I was just asking just because, because I know uh, uh, a couple. They come covert. off like uh, sweeter in a way. Yes. Yeah. And it's like they. There's definitely different types of narcissists. There's definitely different types. I'm not well versed in all of them, but what I can say for sure is like uh, the textbook ones, and um like the covert narcissists who aren't as I want to say like hot or as are like forthcoming with their like minds and manipulation and do it more so to make you feel guilty for them or make you feel like once again still the same um, vehicle making you feel like you're bad that making you feel bad about yourself and distorting your reality but it's more so like you feel pity for them rather than it being the case that so they try to make you feel guilty and feel shame for not giving them the treatment that they feel like they deserve right no shade uh a lot of y'all caribbean moms i i i bust the gasket i bust the gasket i don't care a lot of toxic parents parent parenting a lot of a lot of toxic parents exhibit this kind of narcissism um i i like i've I think the more I became more aware of it, the more I started to realize where a lot of my relationships featured either a narcissist or a covert narcissist, i.e. my mom is a covert narcissist. Bless her heart. Um, But uh, it is what it is. So dealing with it, learning the tools you need to um, better equip yourself to not find yourself in a position where you are subjecting yourself to like hardship or heartbreak because um they just want what they want at the expense of you. Um I didn't I don't think did I even really deal with a narcissist in my romantic relationship? I don't think I don't think it was more of a romantic a romant a romant ooh, excuse me. Whoa, Mercury retrograde stop <laughs> Stop it. Um we're in the shadow period right now. Um Knock on wood, nothing happens in my upload. In uh, <laughs> dealing with um, narcissists, I dealt with them more so in um, uh, my platonic relationship. You know this person. Um, I think one of the other one of the other signs too that you know that you're dealing with a narcissist is if none of your fans, friends, or family like this person. And I didn't actually know that none of my friends or family or my partner liked this person either until after the fact that I was in that situation. But like. So going back to your situation with your ex, like you 
got out before it wound up being something like a little bit more serious mm -hmm. as opposed to um, what happened in my situation where it was a tad more serious and that like I was left out like on my ass with like no resources um, like 2,000 plus miles away from home didn't know nobody literally only just had the money in my bank account and um, the cats and where I let my narcissist situation get really, really bad and didn't even realize that I was in and hanging out with the narcissist because one, you know, them rose-colored glasses will kill you, y'all. <laughs> them rose-colored glasses will kill you. And oh, that I found my myself... Huh? Sorry, I'm just like... The way that narcissists know how to manipulate you to feel so damn good, sometimes, it's like Like crazy. you can take on anything you are the top of the world. You are the master of like your reality, which you are. But like in a in a sense that like you know, if you're rocking with them, if you're following them, if you're doing everything that they're then telling you, they are your you number do, one fan, right? In a way. But if you're acting in a way that doesn't really suit them, or they're not really fond of, or a way that they they didn't teach you how to act, all of a sudden you're like public enemy number one. Mm -hmm. And the switch up is real. And that's another way that you can tell that you're dealing with a narcissist if you're in a situation in that their love is conditional. Mm, very much so. Very much so. Another thing I noticed too, because like there was there were hints and signs in my particular situation in that, um, but I wasn't paying attention to them, but I would try to address them. And one of the things that it was for me in particular was that um if I noticed something or I tried to speak up on something, I needed to make sure that I had my story correct and straight and that there were no holes in it. Because if I had any holes in my story or if I seemed like I wasn't entirely confident in what it is I was mm. saying, there was swivel right in, yep. like a motherfucking snake in the grass, <laughs> get into my psyche, like the serpent in the, in, in the Garden of Eden, whispering in ease ear, like, hey, like, you know, you're really wrong about this, right? Or what if you try it like this instead? Making it seem like they know the absolute end all be all good and like they know how to handle you and that they'll take care of you and that like you know like, like their way is the best <laughs> oh my god another thing that i noticed that it's a, a really huge tool of theirs is um projection and um deflection the projection and deflection or uh what's the one where it's like um no yeah it's projection where it's a feeling that they're having themselves, but they're trying to associate it with you, like they're putting it on you, like yeah. you're the one who's having it, and you're like, wait, wait, bitch, I never said any of that. Yep. And trying to make you take responsibility for how they're feeling when in actuality they put themselves there. So, um, so yeah. that reminds me of this um, instance with my ex where at some point in my head I was like, I'm not going crazy. Like, I know what's going on is going on. Mm -hmm. I probably have to start recording our important conversation. Mm. Mm. And that's how, like, they really make you distort your reality and the way that you perceive things mm -hmm. so well that you're like, okay, is it me tripping or is it them tripping? I really have to record these no, conversations. No, they will really deadass have you so fucked up in the head having you think that you're somebody completely different than who you are because they said so or that's how they perceive you to be. When I was in my situation, and I pride myself in being, I am emotional, I will say that much, but I do pride myself in being able to uh, be a good judgment of character and be somebody who can uh, 
analyze emotional situations very well. That's where the end, like the empathicness comes in, where like I can put myself in different people's shoes and perspective, but they also use that against you in that because you're able to empathize so well, they can sit there and be like, well, you aren't really fully putting yourself into my shoes to see how I'm feeling. And because you actually give a fuck about whether or not you're being fair and whether or not you are actually doing your service to take other people's feelings into consideration, to take it to heart and you mull and you mull and you mull and you mull. And then somehow in some way, shape or form, you find an excuse to give to them that justifies their behavior towards you when really in actuality, they're really not even taking you into consideration at all. Yeah. They just want you to like roll over a bypass. Have you ever, have you ever noticed what happens when you, um, when you challenge? Oh yes. When you challenge That's why I felt like I had needed to record the conversation. Because just because I wanted to please him so bad didn't mean that I still didn't, you know, have some of my wits about me. Because I'm just like, no, I'm going to combat him. And we would have these debates. We were very much on polar opposite um, spectrums of almost every uh, opinion or topic. Always. That's opposite of my situation. Like, me and this person were, like, in agreement on most things. But, like, in certain aspects, it was like, I don't know about this part. He always wanted to be right. So if oh I said... Oh, my God. If I, if I said... It's like they're I, oxygen. They need mm-hmm. to be right. If they're not right, oh, hell. If I said the sky was blue today, and he's like, well, it has a hint of orange in it, so... You know, that's just being, that's just the regular ass. <laughs> but like, why can't you just let me speak on my opinion and not have to oppose it and seem yeah, right Yeah, that's the, the that's another thing. They, they why tend, is it only your opinion? They, if they're not, their textbook, the textbook narcissists, I feel like are know-it-alls. Mm-hmm. They're the know-it-alls. They're the ones that are like, Very puffing much up, he they're was. puffing up their chest. They're making themselves seem like they're, mo- like they're the most interesting or charismatic person in the room. Like, I'll never forget that shit when I forget if I was talking to you or if I was talking to Candy, where y'all were doing the Zoom room party before I left. I mentioned that. It was you? What I noticed. I told you I had people out of things. I've yes. been watching. And y'all, <laughs> yes or no, it was you, it was you, it was you. What did you say again? So what I said was, like, the way she tried to take over the conversation, kind of be like the light. Uh-huh. I was just like, he's doing a lot. <laughs> for, for just meeting us. Yeah. For just meeting us. Like all, like she met us once during like um, a bonfire. Yeah. Yes, but then we haven't even seen then. her in a long time. Even then, it was very much like I got this making the fire. Like no, 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 this is how you do it. Like I was just like, oh, okay. And then seeing her on the video, I was like, yeah, there's something about this one. Mm-hmm. There's something about this one. So, yeah, gotta keep your eyes open. Yeah, keep your eyes open. I think what also wound up happening too is when you're an unsuspecting person when. I think this is more specifically like in my case and I feel like a lot of like empaths or like if you find yourself on the receiving end of being with a narcissist can attest to is um, sometimes it winds up being the case that you wind up putting um, your narcissist or this person on a pedestal and that's where I fucked up in that I thought that this person was better than I was I thought that she knew more than I did I thought that she had more worldly experiences I thought she had a better handle on herself than I ever did but that was that was um that's what she wanted. Yeah. That's literally what she wanted. No, Even yeah. if it's not true. Yeah. She has somebody that believes that in her yeah. and that definitely inflated her ego. Oh my goodness. It's <laughs> like a fucking orgasm. I'm like, this person thinks that, that I'm better than them. <laughs> like, that's exactly what I need. And what's even worse is sometimes 
uh, what will wind up happening is that um, if there are other people around them or they're involved, because it's different because like this person was my friend and the person that you were dealing with, you were dating. So it wound up being the case that the person that who was my friend also was in a relationship. And this person was also a people pleaser. This person, even though they tend to think that that's not the case, but like I said, I'm very discerning when it comes to other people's emotional states because I'm empathic and I can put myself in other people's emotions and their feelings to understand like, okay, where is this person blocked? And things of that sort. And I was seeing things in this other person's partner where, um, like I was like, this person needs help. This person is like how I am. So like, that, did you feel like they were like kind of trapped in the relationship in a way? Yes. Because uh, there were several times we had different conversations where he actually opened up to me very, very, like, thusly, because that's also another feature of being an empath. People feel very, very comfortable trusting you with their secrets and opening up to them because they feel that nurturing, understanding energy from you. And there were uh, several different occasions where he had opened up to me and told me that he felt like he was never enough or where he felt like... Um, uh, yes. That being part, in a relationship with a narcissist. Yes. <laughs> Heavy on the... Yes. yes. <laughs> you do not feel like you're good enough for that person. Nothing makes them happy. There's a big, um, at least for this person I know, there was a big um, prove me wrong energy. There was a big show me different. Show me that you could be somebody different than who you are right now. And is this like, it's like, is this your employer? I mean, employee? Or is this the person that you're in a relationship with? I started with? to, I, I really like, sincerely had a hard time understanding and coping with that really and honestly because I felt like I wasn't being a good friend I felt like I was of this really really selfish person you know me you've known me for like practically my whole entire fucking life like I'm not that person I actually really do give a fuck about people I do care about how they feel I do care about if this is working for them or if it's not working for them and I was really under the impression that I was this selfish bastard that was always constantly in their feelings and couldn't see anybody else's feelings and I'm just like no bro you're a bug that is not what is happening that is not what's going on and um this person really just like had me out here thinking the worst of myself thinking like okay if I live up to this person's standards if I like prove them wrong if I show up and like I say what I say that I'm gonna do when I say it to them meanwhile that and them that what I'm saying to them what I say I'm gonna do is actually being manipulated as well so I'm setting myself up for these unrealistic standards that are set by this person that are also perpetuated and manipulated by this person I'm setting myself up for failure each and every single time so you will never stack up no matter what you do and because really in actuality, they're, they don't want you to be better than them. They don't want you to be most comfortable in your life, even though that's what they say. Like, they don't actually want it. No, like it's been... It they, was, they find a way to put you down, even if they're saying it's like criticism, it's good criticism or whatever. Or they find a way to kind of like take you down. Or just, it's in your best interest and that it's like, oh, you could be happy. Like I wound up quitting my like whole, like that job that I had, like where I was getting salary they were going to help me pay for school for me to go back and get my masters they had dental they had medical like um pay vacation leave pay sick leave like she convinced me to quit that job and not go back to school and like i remember talking to my father about the conversation and he was like i was so confused because it's like you know psychology is your passion psychology is what you want to do like i understand that you have other interests and things and stuff that you want to do in life too because you know i'm a writer I also paint like all of those different things but it's like I completely abandoned them so I could stay by this person's side 
I feel like narcissists are like the majority of cult leaders and all of them oh my god you, cult you said that too you were like it's, it's kind of cultish i was like no uh -huh. like what are you talking about like no they have i did feel like why like i feel like you did uproot your life for this person I and did. i was just like like who is this person you know who is this man <laughs> who is this that got misha like like wrapped around their finger mm. Yeah, it was uh, it was it was a really extremely um, toxic. Yeah, and I didn't even notice that I was in the shit, and nobody said anything because honestly speaking, even if y'all did try to say something to me, there was no way that I was gonna be able to hear it. Mm -hmm. Like my girlfriend at the time, I kept asking you, "Are you sure?" I was so convinced and sure. You're like, sure. yes, I'm moving. Like I'm good. Like I'm like, you sure? <laughs> I'm also a person who loves thrill and I don't like to stay in one place and it's always been my dream. I just wanted, I was in a desperate situation too mm -hmm. and I just wanted to get the hell out of my situation and I guess it wound up just being an opportunity for this person to seize and be like, all right, bet. And then I know- with me. Yeah, <laughs> but then I noticed like right off rip when I got there, it wasn't at all what I was expecting and I just felt isolated and like alone and I felt like I was surrounded by friends that this person made. So everybody that was around me had essentially, this sounds really like cultish and scary, but essentially everybody around me that was in that immediate environment essentially pledged their allegiance to her first before they even met me. Mm -hmm. So I didn't have any legitimately real friends yeah, that were out yeah. there. And it really wound up being the case too, because people that I thought were my friends wound up selling me out in the end for her, for her which ultimately led in me um, being kicked out in the middle of the night. <laughs> Um, 2,000 miles away from my family with my cats. Crazy. And then, you know, you it really makes you, like, question your character and, like, who you are and your integrity as a person. And, um, like, I really had to sit there and I'm like, who, who am I? What do I want? Who am I? Mm -hmm. Like, I was so, like, wrapped she up in this situation. She stripped you of your identity in a way. It was so crazy. So you had to relearn who you were because yeah. who you were was like, she wanted it to be a shadow of her. Right. But really in actuality is like, I had already had my own identity. I already knew how I was. I already know how I wanted to live my life. I already know how to speak out against injustice. I'm spicy. Mm -hmm. So it's like, if something's not working for me, I'm telling you it's not working for me. But it felt like I didn't have a voice. It literally felt like, like I just, I couldn't speak up for the life of me. I was scared. I was worried about like, what everybody else was gonna think of me. And like, another thing that was just really, um, just like shocking and very um, like scary for me was the complete and total denial of like my mental health. Mm. Um, and that like this person didn't believe in people having like mental health issues and they didn't believe in like people having that anxiety That sounds like depression. a narcissist. <laughs> because if a narcissist goes to therapy, there's um they're going to try to manipulate the therapist that's how they work i've seen that so happen as well if a narcissist has a wife mm -hmm. and they go to couples therapy their goal is going to be to get the therapist on their side on their side yes so that they can look like they're up here and their partner is actually the one in the wrong mm -hmm. so only thing that a therapist can do for a narcissist is if the narcissist is willing to and that's only if the narcissist can admit that they are one, which is very rare. But if a narcissist goes to therapy and says, I am pretty sure I'm a narcissist, 
Can you give me some tools to not be one? I've never heard that come out of a narcissist's mouth in the, in the history of ever. Yeah, but I mean, that's like a tiny percentage. Uh, yeah. But they, that's the only way. Yeah. If they actually want to like not be so hurtful to the people well, around them. It was so like scary being in that situation and just looking at the person who was before me, the person that I had trusted with like literally absolutely everything that of mine and how they just flipped when I had made a mistake about something that I will, will admit I probably shouldn't have done, but I was scared and didn't know how to deal with the situation. Mm -hmm. So I had went to somebody that they knew mm -hmm. and told them everything that was going on. And the person that they knew what, got pissed. They reported it back to them. Yes, but on some bro, the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like basically challenging them. And that all based off that experience is what like went downhill. Because it wasn't so much only like what was going on with the narcissist, but also like the other people that they chose to keep around them in their immediate circle who kind of wound up essentially like being lackeys who were also sort of kind of like caught in her glamour, mm. caught under the spell. And they, when it came down to it, um, like were turncoats when it came to like come to the situation like, okay, like we're confronting this, like, okay, we're talking about this now. I think that's another thing that they mentioned in the book. Like, you never call a narcissist out on their shit. Because... Yeah, because they're just going to fight to the nail. They oh are going God. to defend themselves, and they are never wrong. wrong. And I think it's a it's a really serious like it, it's a mental issue. Like it's a like they're they're deluded. And they I have a disorder in a way. So no, for real, narcissism like... is a disorder. So, but the crazy thing is, they're one of the only people like only few people that will be like, no, I don't, I'm fine, you know? People who are depressed, they can call it out and be like, I need to see somebody, I'm not okay. okay. But narcissists mm -mm. think that the sun fucking shines out of their ass <laughs> and they're blinded by that shit. So it's like to be in a position where they could possibly ever think like, hey, like there's something wrong with this. Like I remember um, when I really came to sit back and I think about it, like when I came back here, when I moved back, when I grabbed the cats, like literally like trashed everything and like took the plane back and spent all that money to be able to come back home. I remember sitting down and like mulling over everything and thinking back on like the situation that had happened. And y'all know this, cause this is the disclaimer for the misguided place. I don't never hide nothing from nobody ever at any point in time at all. I'm gonna be completely 100, 1000% raw with y'all on this podcast because y'all deserve the truth. Y'all deserve to see me as I am and as I be currently as I am in this moment. And that when I'm saying that I'm not wrong, like I'm, I don't, I don't try to shy away from being wrong. Mm -hmm. It is actually a definitive quality about myself that I pride myself in being like, I, you know, right. I probably wouldn't have been able to see it in the moment, but if you explain it to me thus so, like I'm like, all right, constantly trying to put myself in a position where I make sure that I'm being as objective as possible and that I'm not buying and that I'm not being biased towards myself. In that um one, when I was processing all of it, I had to ask myself, if the shoe was on the other foot, how would you have handled it? Mm -hmm. And it just went to say that bro, I, I wouldn't have handled it with one sixteenth of ruthlessness mm -hmm. that I was handled with. And it's like some of the shit that was said to me that was just was just was just crazy and it just really like um rolled itself out and another thing that i i want to say is that one anger is a bodyguard for your other emotions always but two 
people really do sh sh show their true colors when they're angry. And it's not so much like, oh, well, why do you want to peg? Like, oh, now you're showing your true colors. I'm like, no, there's a difference. And you can tell the difference. Use your power of discernment in that moment. Mm -hmm. If people are saying some shit to you when they're angry and you sitting there like clutching your pearls, bro. Mm -hmm. And it's like, whoa, like you really felt like this this whole entire time. Mm -hmm. That's how they were feeling the whole entire time. Yep. So it was just bottled up until it, was it just exploded. Bottled up. Shorty was talking about my relationship with my father and how I always had things handed to me. And how, like, my partner ain't wanting to come out and see me because um, I was dis that was dishonest and I was distrustful and that's why they didn't want to come out and see me. Sidebar, my partner at the time did not want to come and see me because she saw the mess and she saw the filth and she was not with the shits. Mm -hmm. And my partner at the time did not, bo did not bother herself with any type of messy at all anywhere. Mm -hmm. um, like, just calling me all types of shellfish. Mind you, like... I was putting down money on shit. Like, I was like, hey, I need money for this, whatever, what have you. And like, no, we got it, we got it, we got it, we got it. Put down money to help them start up the utilities. Um, they left the kitchen for me to unpack because I cooked the most. And I was like, I bet that's fine. Then tried to call me out on the end of it, said that I was selfish for only setting up the kitchen and my bathroom and my room. I'm like, I'm sorry, you want me to buy furniture for you too? Like, I already gave you $400 to start up the utilities, bro. Like, um, different shit like that. And at the end of it all, she had the audacity to say, I think you met me so you could find your identity. Yeah, she's nuts. <laughs> like, I she just... She is nuts. It was so crazy because it's like... And I, I had one of our friends went to go visit, and I won't name the friend, just like I'm not naming anybody right now, and that um, they went, and I knew off rip that they were going to rush to tell their side of the story of it. Mm -hmm. But then when I told my friend my side of the story with it, she was like what mm. like you don't discount somebody's mental health mm -hmm. you just don't do that because i mean granted it makes sense though because you're discounting your mental health mm -hmm. like you're not recognizing or acknowledging the fact that like you have problems or there's like pent up like you know uh, uh traumas that you haven't really fully like processed but just like powered your way through and things of that sort like um this person's partner has mental health issues deep deep like that person like that, that partner that person's partner is hurting deeply so the narcissist is with in a relationship with somebody who has like some mental illness yes and not then, mental illness mental yeah, health. Yeah. yeah 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 so they're probably telling them that no you're fine yeah like you know like it's okay like we just have to work through this part and da, 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 da. And i'm just like so you are not a licensed a therapist, therapist <laughs> because you don't know how to deal with your own emotions either and like that's that's not how that works and i just remember seeing this person and i'm just like I hope that they wind up okay in the end of it all because it's like therapy is not something to be ashamed of it's you need somebody especially when you've gone through deep deep sadness in your life or deep deep traumas in your life which this person had mm -hmm. and like some of the stories that they told me about like the shit that they were going through I was like bro you need to see somebody like you are you are hurt you are hurting you need to see someone and um this person would completely like like negate that shit or like they would be there they're hurting with those things they're hurting with those things too and it was just like i think they see like what they've gone through like if they look back at it and really try to like break it down mm -hmm. they probably see that as a weakness from my experience they don't want to acknowledge like what may be a chink in their armor mm -hmm. because then that just that breaks the, the the facade the that they have yeah of themselves mm -hmm. i knew i was with a narcissist too 
when he defended R. Kelly. <laughs> oh, no! Oh, no! Another debate we had, which shouldn't even have been a damn debate. Like, he was like, basically, these women got themselves in these situations, and he's not holding them with chains, like physical chains or anything. Like, basically discounting the whole, you know, mental abuse. Oh, no. Like, psychological warfare. Like, oh, no, that's no. not a thing. Like, they could have left anytime they wanted to. Like, so no. that's kind of their fault. Like, I was so disgusted by that conversation that I left him in one room and I went and sat in another room in silence. Just like, think, <laughs> just thinking of like, am I really having this conversation? Oh my God. And he got upset that I left the room and left him sitting there by himself. First of all, you are dating a woman. <laughs> You're dating a woman, okay? He left the, like he got upset that I left the room and like, he was like, that was rude of you. Like we're having a conversation. It was rude of you to deny somebody's whole reality where they were mentally and sexually abused by yeah. a grown man. man. Get all the way the fuck so out of it, here. It really made me look at myself too. Like, damn, like how did I end up with someone like this? How? How what did, did I end you up with do? Like what was I thinking? That was like a whole part of like the experience too, coming back home and just like it sort of kind of feels like you're um You wake up in a way. Yes. When you're like out Your of the trance. Are, yes, <laughs> out of refreshing, like you've been asleep for a thousand years and there are cars flying in the sky or something. <laughs> or whatever, like when you wake up from a na an unexpected nap. Yep. Like <laughs> freaking eight hours later, the whole day is oh, gone. Oh gosh. And it's you're a, like, oh it's shoot. a different it's a different time. It's a different time zone or whatever the fuck. That was but, another thing too. I um, what was another thing I was going to ask? Well, I just want to give advice to people who are in relationships with um, even friendships with narcissists. Yes. yes. Um, Things, if you can, just leave. <laughs> That's my best it's advice. It's not worth it. If, if you can, just leave it. because definitely, I think your mental health and physical health, because narcissists can be abusive, mm -hmm. they are more more prone to abuse. Mm -hmm. Um, just leave if you can, like. And don't and look back. Yeah, there's, do not look back. And they will do whatever they can to try to get you back in their lives. Oh because, my gosh! Because them yes. losing someone it means that there's something wrong with them. Yeah, and narcissists don't like abandonment at all because they think that they're so great that like, why the hell would you abandon me? Are you crazy? Like, I'm now I'm gonna manipulate you to come back because how dare you? Yeah. So it's not really like they that miss you. Too. Yeah, it's they not like they miss you or they care about you in that it's way. It's more so about their and yeah. their ego. It has yeah. nothing to do with you. You're just a you're just a an object essentially for them for to, to worship and idol them, essentially. Um, one thing that I wish like I knew in that moment was um, talk to somebody who's not in your situation that can not necessarily like rationalize for you, but can help you rationalize that doesn't know them mm -hmm. and has no contact with them. Mm -hmm. So that way they can't come back and run your shit. Cause I think that's what made my situation much more volatile and much more scary. Yeah. And that like the things that I was feeling and like the people that I trusted my feelings and like my fears with just like, turned on me every single time and just gave the narcissist more fuel to sort of kind of justify like their like quote unquote punishment of me and like treating me the way that they did um and like 
spending time by yourself spending time by yourself and understanding who you are as a person and really listening to your inner voice and when you feel like you're being disrespected and feel like you're uneasy once you have a strong sense of self and like that strong foundation it's hard for somebody to shake that up boundaries once it's again, hard and words. that's one of the things what my ex did not like because again I debated with him mm-hmm. no narcissists are like you're supposed to agree with me but that's why we kept debating because mm-hmm. I will always have my own opinion even if I am in love with you or infatuation I'm still mm-hmm. gonna be like that don't seem too right mm-hmm. I think that you're wrong about this I'm still gonna call you out mm-hmm. and you're not gonna like it mm-hmm. and if you have that strong sense of self you're gonna have always that gut instinct, like, no, there's oh, something. Uh, this fucked up. Something is wrong here, and I'm gonna let you know. And mm-hmm. one, again, one tell, um, one sign is you really feel like you have to record the conversation. And at one point, my friend told me I was doing the most with this, but no, I wasn't. I was like, no, I'm tired of this. I'm tired of this person telling me that I'm always remembering things incorrectly or mm-hmm. perceiving it the wrong way. Take notes. I keep did bullet points. I did bullet point notes in my phone of maybe like 10 situations and I was like I need to talk to you so we sat in my kitchen and I was like I just want you to listen to what I'm gonna read to you and I mean after each bullet you can go ahead and tell me what you think about that Mm -hmm. but like this is what I've experienced and Mm -hmm. you can't tell me otherwise Mm -hmm. when it gets to that point that at that at that point the the um the, what's that thing? The dragon will rear its head or something like that? Or, I don't know. I don't know how <laughs> Just basically, something gets revealed. Like, the person's, like, legitimate, like, tendencies will become revealed because now you have, like, documented evidence mm-hmm. or, like, clear, but with like, each, written out point. With okay. each point, he did try to combat me. Or he did say, well, this is how it really happened for me and... And, and I'm, I'm just like, like bro, mm-hmm. no, can't like, which, which is what I said to you guys beforehand, that your feelings are always valid. No one can combat you and tell you that you're wrong for feeling the way that you're feeling because that's how you feel. That's what you are perceiving to be what's going on. And that's how you feel. No one can tell you, well, you can't feel that way. Well, bitch, fuck you. I'm going to feel this way because this is, this is how I'm feeling and this is what's real for me. Yeah. And I knew that I was ready to leave because... Yes, when he cheated on me, my heart was broken, devastated, all Uh that stuff. But there was a piece of me that was like, yes, this is my out. I I resonate with that so heavily. I resonate with that so heavily. I was like, I have, like, my card to get out of here. Here it is. Like, so when my um, cousin gave me the ammo, which was just some receipts he texted to me to let me know that my boyfriend was cheating. Uh Because I asked him. I was like, I already knew in my, my head. How manipulative this man is. If mm-hmm. I go to him and tell him I know you're cheating on me without any concrete evidence on my phone, oh. he will flip it on me. Mm-hmm. And he will tell me I'm crazy and I'm lying. Mm-hmm. So please text me something. Mm-hmm. And when I went to his place and showed him, Shorty, flipped the phone over. Shorty had them receipts. And when I was like, this you? <laughs> Shorty had them receipts y'all like that's how you have to combat a narcissist you do need concrete evidence mm-hmm. and even then you will see them try to deflect yeah, you gotta but at least you have something you gotta make sure your your argument and your cases are like sound mm-hmm. and like there's no shame in writing down your arguments man because i remember i was having a conversation with this person once and i had made a real discovery about myself and i came at them and they flipped on me and i was like 
crying on the phone and like just shaking and like having a whole ass like anxiety attack and I was like wait like I, I feel like you're attacking me and they're like nobody's attacking you and I'm just like well, they're denying your reality outright to your face while you're going through it bro hang up the phone you don't need to talk to them anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you do not need to talk to them anymore you don't like you fucking don't it's not it's not worth it I so think moral of the story I would say get out get the fuck out <laughs> like the movie if you can please oh. do do good for yourself and get out yes because they will take it they will take it far they will take it far especially if you are if especially if they like i feel like the longer you spend with one or like the more intimate relationship you have one with one i feel like there's like the sense of like entitlement to like everything that you are and everything that you like own or like everything that you like have come into for yourself is like suddenly like because of them or something and they will go back and try to destroy all of that shit. Mm -hmm. Like this person went back after everything and tried to destroy the relationship that I have with my partner. Mm -hmm. Like, and basically tried to destroy my reputation with uh, whatever people that were around me um, where I was and the people that we knew. And even went to, um, like she was hitting up like my friend who was supposed to come by and, and see me. And this person was more my friend than it was her friend. And they like, we all knew each other and met each other in the same place. Mm -hmm. And then when I moved out, he didn't come out to come see us anymore, but she was still hitting him up and texting like, hey, do you want to come by? And I'm like, but she didn't talk to him the whole entire time yeah, we've been yeah. friends. And all of a sudden you want to text him and ask him if he still want to come by? No, like, no, absolutely fucking not. Mm. So like, keep, keep, keep you very, very safe. And like, just try your best to, if you're dealing with like a narcissist that's more volatile, move in silence, poke lightly. Poke lightly just to test your narcissist to see if they actually really are in fact a mm -hmm. narcissist. But chances are, if you're thinking that a person is a narcissist, it's a good chance that they are a narcissist. And if you just so happen to live with them or your stuff is tied up together, Talk to somebody who's trusted that they do not have contact with <laughs> to try to get out. To try to get out. Because it could become a very, very volatile situation where like you could put wind up putting yourself in danger and we don't want that. We want y'all to be safe. We yeah. want y'all to have the tools you need to protect yourself and um, protect your livelihood and your sanity mm. and your mental health and your All happiness. Of All of it. All of it. I will say once I'm out of this relationship. Uh, my mental health definitely went down a bit mm. because that relationship took so much out of me but then again like I built myself up right. and my eyes are open and I'm like holy shit like thank god I'm not still with this person mm -hmm. they would have dragged me to the depths of, of hell, hell. <laughs> they really would have like sincerely and I'm very thankful for that mm -hmm. I'm th thank you for cheating <laughs> <laughs> oh my god thank you for kicking me out of your house <laughs> Quote-unquote. Thank quote, you, guys. Quote, we yeah. needed that. Because, you know what? Like, I needed to, to rely on my own power. I needed to recognize that ain't nobody was going to build me up the way that I was going to build me up. Ain't nobody was going to big up myself the way that I was going to big up myself. Ain't nobody was going to be able to have access to the strengths and powers that I had that were able for me. Because that's another thing narcissists do, too. They see your assets. They see your strengths and they try to utilize them for themselves while tearing you down at the same time. And um, shout out to my ancestral court. Shout out to my spiritual team because they definitely set me the fuck up to make sure that I was okay and I was good in that situation to the point that 
when it was time for me to go back, collect my shit and get my babies, everything was set, everything was good, everything was lined up for me. I didn't have to worry about a damn thing. Nothing was worried. I didn't have to worry about anything. It wasn't difficult. I wasn't, I wasn't hurt in no way, shape or form, nothing. And like in the end of it all, like I'm so much stronger now and I have a, a, a more concrete um, idea and uh, realization and like confirmation of who I am as a person and, and more confident in me and what I have to offer to the world and what I can give to myself that no one else can give to me, that no one can take from me. And um, I'm just more like, I'm more selfish with myself now too. Like, but if, I'm all, if another motherfucker try to try to this shit, I'm gonna be like, excuse me, I don't like yelling. It's not gonna so work. let's back that up. <laughs> That's number. It's not gonna work. I'm gonna I'm have my I'm gonna have my boot on somebody's neck before I ever <laughs> let anybody else talk to me the way that I let this let this person talk to me. Like once again, another reminder to my misguided folks to be gentle for yourself. Do not beat yourself up for allowing a narcissist to come into your life and you know change your perspective of who you are and beat you down and things like that. Like you're aware now you understand now you can do something about it now so don't feel bad for you know being a kind-hearted person mm. and yeah them don't change in. your who you are because this narcissist hurt you so bad right which is a struggle i had as well mm -hmm. realize that you so, are still a good person and that doesn't mean you have to be such a hard shell now mm -hmm, that against part. the world because think now the whole world is just narcissistic. That part. <laughs> Don't turn into a cynicist. Life is still beautiful and still filled with beautiful people that actually do give a fuck and want to care and love about you and, and love you and, and, and want to see you do good and want to see you happy and want to see you healthy. And if anything, it will reveal to you who are the real people in your life. And I think honestly it made mine and my partner's relationship stronger because I sincerely thought that this person was gonna never want to talk to me again. And look, we're still rocking. So the narcissist did not win. No, <laughs> but um, be safe, be gent, be gentle. <laughs> person that With was up there, right? Yeah. Somebody just started walking on the roof of my apartment building. It ain't nobody. Be it caught me off guard. Yeah. Either way. <laughs> Um, be safe, be gentle with yourself. Um, seek therapy if you need it. Yes. Seek therapy if you need it. Um, Nothing is wrong with therapy and self-help and self-care. Draw your lines in the sand and respect your own lines in the sand and find people that fuck with you that are gonna help you protect yourself and that are in your corner. Find people that are in your corner, okay? Find people that are in your corner. And um, I think that's our show. Your show. I'm a guest. Oh, you're right. <laughs> I think that's my show. Thank well, you. Thank you for having me again. Of course. <laughs> thank you for being here. Thank you for coming and chilling with me. It's getting kind of dark. I'll let you go on your way now. Um, Bye, misguided space. <laughs> yeah, thanks for rocking with us, misguided folk. Hope to see you guys again. Okay, I'll let you guys know when I show up to be a guest on Island Spice Podcast. <laughs> and I'll be letting you guys know when that happens. But until then, thanks for stopping by. I love you. Be gentle with yourself. Okay, bye. bye.